This My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Rolls-Royce of barbell monitoring technology, the GymAware. Guys, in-season training, we rock the GymAware all the time for quite a few reasons. The first, of course, is just that, the ding. Every time the athlete hears that, they know that they're hitting exactly what we need from them at that moment. And when they don't hear it, it brings out that extra little bit of competitiveness within themselves. On top of that, that awesome ding ends out bringing together the athletes as well, pushing each other and getting each other to be able to hit numbers that they probably wouldn't hit at that portion of the year. And finally, of course, that ding helps us monitor, manipulate, and keep track of volumes and intensities so we can best dose our athletes during the season at the right time with the right amount. Guys, hop over to kinetic.com.au and check out what Evan and the team down there have because this is absolutely a sensational product that's changed the way that we've trained our athletes. This edition of My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Valve Performance, the team behind the Nordboard, Force Decks, the Groin Bar, and Human Track. Guys, the most important ability for all of our athletes is availability, and that's the absolute goal of Valve Performance, is to provide solutions to performance professionals so that we can get the right information to make the right decision at the right time for the betterment of the athletes that we get to work with. To do this, guys, they have a wide range of validated products that focus on usability and having being founded by the School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences at the Queensland University of Technology, they're extremely evidence-based and they're beyond transparent. I can tell you that our time using the Nordboard and being involved with Forstex we have been introduced to so many amazing people that have truly helped us become better coaches, have a better understanding, not just of the technology, but also what we're doing with our athletes. So make sure you hop over to valperformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. Hey, everybody. If you enjoy the podcast and the content that it provides, make sure you hop over and check out the all-new Strength Coach Network. The Strength Coach Network is a combination of the CVA SPS community and the Rugby Strength Coach community, bringing you what is sure to be the Internet's leading resource for continuing education for strength and conditioning professionals. Combining these two resources has allowed us to bring some of the best content from some of the best minds in the world together for your one-stop shop to better improve the continuing education for not just yourself, but your entire staff. Bringing together all of the lectures from the Rugby Strength Coach community, along with the lectures exclusively done for the Central Virginia Sport Performance community, and all the lectures performed at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar, make this an absolute must for performance coaches around the world. The world-class lectures at the Strength Coach Network are not all that you'll see as well. The discussion in the forums and the support and the career guidance from some of the top practitioners in the world, from people all over the world makes this an absolute must and a great place for you to network, learn, and grow as a performance professional. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS, that's C-V-A-S-P-S, to get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. We're sure you're going to find great value in the Strength Coach Network and are really excited to have you involved. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS to check it out today.
Happening, everybody. Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And today, I kind of want to piggyback on, on some stuff that Mike was talking about last week on the podcast. Uh, Mike's a sensational guy, an awesome coach who's, who's killing it up there in Buffalo. Uh, but he talked about one thing that I think is really important and I think is something that we need to talk about more and be better as uh, a group when it comes to strength coaches. Uh, and that is how we handle ourselves when we're on the road, talking with other coaches and, and making efforts to um, talk more as a as a profession, as a, whatever we want to call ourselves, you know, back and forth and learning from each other. And, and I think that one of the best ways to do that is on the road. Now, as I say that, I'm, I'm up in Washington, D.C., and I missed an opportunity to spend some time with a guy who's one of my closest friends in the field, and that's Todd Hammer. But, you know, so... I understand that there are circumstances and things that may get in the way of doing this sometimes, but I'm just saying that so that, you know, with full disclosure, because I'm obviously not perfect in this, but I just want to go and talk about a few things and, and kind of formulate some ideas with what Mike said. And hopefully, you know, as we continue to go through this coaching carousel time of the year, give a little advice to some of the younger coaches um, when it comes to these situations. And I, so getting back to what Mike said, I, I 100% agree. I think that for some reason, uh, coaches in basketball are way more open to sitting down and talking. Um, and I think that could be for a few reasons. I think that one, you know, when you look at the whole football setup, you know, having a staff of people is going to build that camaraderie within that group. And that's sensational, right? That's awesome. And it's great because then when you have like people who have worked together and like your associate director moves to another job, like, you know, you have kind of like the extended family type thing, sort of like what we see with some coaches in basketball too, you know, that there's people who have studied under, like, there's, there's a lot of people that you can look back and say, well, that person has a connection, like say to Eric Helland at Wisconsin or to Mike Curtis at UVA, you know, like, like those sort of things. Um, and that's sensational, right? That's awesome. Or you look at ice hockey, right? How many people have connections to, to Cal or coach Boyle or whatever. And that's awesome. But I think that with basketball, just for some reason, there, there always is more of that openness to sit down and talk. Now, Maybe it's because we see the same shoot around 30 times a year and we're like, oh my gosh, anything we, if we can go hang out with another coach, this will be sensational. <laughs> Who knows? Um, or maybe it's just the fact that uh, because we're, for the most part, by ourselves, we're just more open to talking to people because we don't have that opportunity. It's kind of like how one of the swim coaches I get to work with says, you know, the reason swimmers are so uh, talkative in, in dry land and in, in the weight room is because in their sport, their face is in the water, so they can't talk to their friends. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I say all that to say this. I think that we, we do have a super opportunity to learn from people and talk with people and catch up with people. And, and it doesn't necessarily just have to be about the X's and O's of training. It doesn't necessarily have to be about leadership or anything this. You know, just how people are handling their lives and learning how, you know, what people are going through and how they're living and how the season's handling, you know, to them and to their family and their friends and this and that, you know, and, and reaching out to other coaches whenever possible to, to be able to go see them. And, and this is something I need to be better at. As I said earlier in the episode, you know, like I missed an opportunity to spend some time with, with one of my closest friends, you know, and um, I need to be better at that and I need to, to do more of that. But I think that my advice for the younger coaches out there is not just to do that, but I think that the one thing that you need to make sure that you're able to do, if, if I'm a young coach getting in the field, is I want to make sure that everyone wants to reach out to me. You want to be the person that they want to reach out to to talk to. You want to be the person that they come to and they, they want to talk with and they enjoy being around. Because 
at the end of the day, the only way that people are going to get better is by being better people. So if you're going to try to push the profession and try to get yourself to move forward and try to be better in this coaching vocation that we're part of, you need to be good people to the people that are around you and that you compete against and that you work with and that show up in your arena and your building. You know, you need to be a person that they want to reach out to and come see and check out your facility and talk with you and the people that you get to work with and, you know, go to dinner or grab a beer with because that's, as we all talk about, right? Like that's where the learning really happens is when you're sitting down talking and doing all this, that, and the third. Well, you know, having someone like, like a Chase Campbell hit me up last week and basically spend the better part of two days with the guy and hang out and just hear how he's doing with life and the transition from his old job to the new job and how he's doing with training the guys and how we have similar, you know, setbacks and issues when it comes to, you know, the typical day-to-day headaches, if we may call it, of being a strength coach in these situations, you know, is, is great. And listening to how he handles things and listening to how he's building his program and, and working forward and how he's communicating with the past guy that was up there and all of those things. I think that's really important. Um, and I think that being a person that they want to reach out to because you are accommodating, open, friendly, um, all of those things, anything that's an important person skill is exponentially important in us moving forward when it comes to what we do. Because if we aren't willing to take care of other coaches, how is that going to help us take care of the athletes better? Like we, we have to be better at reaching out and moving forward and discussing things with coaches and spending time with coaches, you know, like even if it's just a half an hour during a shoot around or, you know, you, you grab a beer or, or a cup of coffee or whatever it is. And again, I realize that sometimes schedules make it challenging. I realize that there are family obligations too that you're going to have or whatever it may be. I'm in that boat too, man. I get it like a hundred percent. But I think that one thing that we pride ourselves on is we talk about how we're so open and we share and we talk and we always want to get better. But then we get these opportunities where we can bring people in and sit down and talk. Whether it be like legitimate training discussions and what we're doing and what we're looking at and, or having an hour, two hour long audit of what we're doing or how we're trying to come up with ideas or whatever. Or it's just sitting around bullshit, you know, with another friend, a male or female colleague that's in your league or that you got the opportunity to go see. Like it's something that I think is ex- excessively overlooked. And I think that part of that may be because of the bravado that strength coaches tend to try to carry, but it, more so it, it needs to be something we get past. Because if people aren't willing and excited to come see you move what you're doing forward, or even if it's just to come drink a beer and kind of BS and catch up, like, you're not making connections and you're not, if you're not making connections, you're not building your network. And if you're not building your network, you know, your network is your net worth. So what are you doing? Like Instagram is cool and putting neat videos up is awesome. But if you're not able to sit down and talk with a person face to face, then you're really not helping anyone get better. Because last I looked, you don't coach kids through a phone. You know, you don't talk with coaches all the time through a phone. The hard conversations are still face-to-face. The tough moments in training are still face-to-face. So get down there. Get in there with these other people. 
reach out to them. Be the person in your league that coaches want to come see. Be the road trip that coaches want to take. Because the more coaches want to come and see you and come hang out and come talk with you, the better things are going to be for you moving forward. That's something that I've really tried to be better at. And I need to be better when, I'm, when I have the privilege of being able to travel, of spending more time with other coaches. I know that. Ed, I should have spent more time with you when we were at Dayton. Ham, I'm sorry, bro. I can't wait to see you here shortly, but I should have been able to find more time. But sometimes schedules blow, and you just got to do the best you can. And maybe that's just 20 minutes before you warm the team up. But spend that time, reach out, and let these people know that you care and that you're there to talk to them and that you want to be you know, involved with them, getting forward and moving forward to get better together. And, and leave the ego, tough guy stuff at the door. Because there's nothing worse than the coach that runs the warm-up like a tough guy and wants to sit there and look like, you know, they're all freaking muscled out and doing the crazy stuff. It's garbage. They're going to go sit down anyway, so, like, don't take it so seriously. But that's a talk for another day. So, my advice, always try to be the coach or the person that people, when they come into town, want to reach out to to see. Because when you're able to do that, you're doing something right and you're going to know that people care about what you're trying to do and that they care about you as a person. Always provide more than you ask for, though. Always be ready to give more than they are asking for back. Like Gary Vaynerchuk says, that 5149 is important. Always plan on giving 51% because if you're only asking for 49, you're giving way more and you're providing way more value for people. Then those people are going to come want to see you more. But be an open book. Be willing to sit down at least the best that you possibly can and spend time with people. Because what those relationships will provide in the long run is tenfold to the 30 minutes to two hours you just spent. As always, guys, appreciate you spending the time with us today and appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. We'll see you then.